DJ and PK joined now by Chris Cameron, a Utah rider for The Athletic. He comes to us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Chris, good morning. Happy Tuesday, gentlemen. Well, <laughs> wishing anyone a happy day this week when they're a Ute fan might be a little dicey. Yeah, or a Cougar fan too, right? Last weekend was not the best of weekends, although Aggie fans are sitting there with their hands on their hips, shaking their head like, went fine for us. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, they got a they got a win in your home city, man. I mean, I, I, there are there are worse places to be able to win football games than San Diego. I know that. The Cal comes to mind, but let's move on from that. So the Utes, how do they adjust after what happened at USC? With here comes another air raid offense looking to throw the ball all over the field. They struggled with Northern Illinois in the first half. They obviously gave up over three hundred yards passing to USC. What are they going to do? Uh, they got a lot of work cut out for them. They, uh, I think the injury to Zach Moss makes the task that much more difficult. And I know Kyle's been um, complimentary of those young guys behind Zach, but as we saw Friday at the Coliseum, this offense is just not the same um, as it is when Zach's back there. So, yeah, the secondary has their work cut out for them. But it's not the same kind of offense that they're going to be facing in terms of you're not going to have guys just going straight fly down the down the center of the field and and throwing jump balls. It's Wazoo is a death by a thousand cuts offense, and then Utah knows that firsthand because they've lost to him four four straight times. So it's uh, it's going to be a uh, a tough hike. Um, I'm fascinated more than defensively. I'm fascinated to see what Andy Ludwig does offensively. Did you find it interesting that they built up Wilmore and then when Moss goes out, he doesn't play? A little bit. I, I, I think the fact that Devin Brumfield is considered their second best pass protection running back after Zach, I think that's an obvious um, insert in terms of once Zach goes out, you need a guy who can protect the quarterback when the opposing defense is sending blitzes through the gaps. And if you have a guy who is still relatively green and, and learning the system, um, it's it's not a, a great recipe for you, uh, and, and and Devin has proven even last year that's the reason why he got into games when when Zach was hurt was that as a true freshman he figured out how to pass protect and um, you're going to need that going forward if if Zach is out for a couple games because Tyler was running for his life Friday in L.A. and Utah just doesn't really want that going forward. That was kind of a weird deal. How do you explain how much Tyler Huntley had to run for his life? How often the USC was defense was in their backfield, and yet at the same time they ran for almost 250 yards, which is a huge number. Very odd. Um, yeah, it seemed like if when they wanted to, Utah could run at will um, without the penalties. I think you could argue that Utah maybe gets close to 300 yards rushing total on the ground. Um, but when Tyler dropped back to pass, I don't know. Um, I mean, USC does have talented guys up front. They have uh, that Utah kid, Jay Tufele, who went to Bingham. He had a very standout game, and they got Christian Rector back, who was a, who's a very impressive defensive end. So it's, it was one of those things where um, the defensive or the offensive line just struggled to adjust um, to a basic four-man rush. And when USC brought 
pressure, it was uh, it was not good for that Utah offensive line. So there's also some issue about uh, Huntley. If that doesn't happen where he plays, man, it seemed to me that the Utes would be in a world of hurt. <laughs> yeah, we will uh, we will be seeing. Uh, there will be a lot of people with binoculars on press row Saturday night uh, at Rice-Eccles Stadium to see who's doing what two hours before kick. Um, we'll see. I mean, Kyle said yesterday that Drew Lisk was the number two quarterback as of last Friday in L.A., um, despite Jason Shelley essentially helping lead Utah to a Pac-12 South title last year. Um, we'll see. I don't. I don't – there, there is uh, something interesting about that number two qu- quarterback battle, and and maybe it's just Andy Ludwig asserting himself and and making guys earn it. And you can't really rest on your laurels under him. And that's what I'm assuming. Drew is uh, more consistent in practice, and that's what Kyle said. So, um, if there's a chance Tyler can go, uh, that will be another fascinating subplot to this game on Saturday. So were you surprised when the line came out and the Utes were favored by six? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Um, it's uh, especially considering you're not likely to see Zach this weekend, and um, it, I'm going to keep beating this horse. But if Zach's healthy, this team is going to be fine. But when he's not, they uh, they have some work cut out for him, especially considering the offensive line struggles and pass protection, as we've seen, and. I don't know about these wideouts. I, I, I think that there's a – I mean, it's all an organic thing. It's not. It's never one thing, but there were a lot of times where Tyler didn't have anywhere to go with the ball when he dropped back, and a couple seconds into that pass rush, there were guys in his face, and he had to figure out how to uh, freestyle and, and either get out of sacks or, or get up the field. So it's going to be a huge test, and Wazoo traditionally does well defensively. So it's um, – yeah, there are a lot of questions, as Kyle said, Friday in L.A., and, and there's not a lot of answers right now. Is this Utah secondary overrated? I think yes and no. Um, I, I think maybe we overrated them a bit in the fact that they were replacing two NFL-caliber safeties and were essentially transitioning one guy who was a lifetime cornerback to a starting free safety spot, and he's he was banged up, you know, after that Idaho State game. And um, I was able to talk to Julian yesterday after practice, and he isn't really sugarcoating anything. He put everything on himself and, and that secondary. So uh, I think what they have going for them is the fact that they have a team like Wazoo coming to town who can um, not erase those nightmares of L.A., but can maybe make it a little better. Um, and, and these guys um, – they know what Wazoo's about, and you're going to have to slow down what Mike Leach is, is going to do to you, and that's what these guys have to do. And and, and, and one thing that I'm, I'm interested in seeing is how do those guys behind the starters in the secondary do once they're rotated in and out? Because as you guys know, when you're facing a team that throws the ball 60 times a game, you can't have the same four guys out there. And, and as we saw last week in L.A., the guys not named Jalen Johnson struggled a little bit. Chris Camerani joining us, Utah uh, beat writer for The Athletic. So, you know, a lot has been made by Utah fans. Why would they come out and play man? Why didn't they drop eight like BYU did? Well, they were rushing three and dropping eight on the 77-yard touchdown pass early in the third quarter, 
And that one, and I guess on the scramble also for the second touchdown, there's a safety back there, and you, just, you don't make a play on the ball. I mean, we can sit here and talk about talent and schemes and all that, but when the ball is in the air, somebody just has to go get it. How much yep. of this, no matter what they do this week, how much of this just comes down to three and a half hours on Saturday and whether guys just go make plays? Yeah, it's. I mean, that's definitely the case. And I think outside of that shell shock first quarter, Utah kind of, I mean, they rebounded. They, they outside of that bomb to Pittman, they, they stabilized themselves. But again, like you said, that play was there to be made. It wasn't like Pittman was wide open beyond the, the cornerback and, and Julian. He just timed the ball better and he located the ball better. And that was... That was really odd to see. Like you, I can't remember the last time I saw a Utah secondary so discombobulated on repeated deep balls. Um, and, and maybe that goes back to PK's um, question: Were this was this group overrated? Maybe I, 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 I'm a proponent for the fact that you need to have a, a pretty, not a pretty stiff non-conference schedule to prepare you for games like this, but you got to have something ideal to, to set you up. I mean. No offense to the Bengals of Pocatello, but you could tell that the speed of USC, the talent of USC, the ability of USC, uh, you know, caught these guys off guard a little bit because they hadn't really seen anybody like that since last fall. So you wake up one morning and you decide you're going to shave the beard and no longer be as hairy. What's going on? Well, um, I mean, you know this well, PK, you're uh you're stereotyped and stopped by TSA at the airport all the time. Yeah. So, you know, you, you don't want to necessarily have to go through that every time. You, I mean, you, you buy pre-check for a reason, but they still manage to get you, as you know so well. So after the after Salt Lake and LAX, I, I decided to mix it up, and it's kind of a, an experiment. We're going to see if my data points line up for my next trip or not, but... That was the uh, the thinking behind it. I'm a little tired of getting my palms swiped. <laughs> How often has that happened? What are we What are we like? Out of ten? Out of five? Yeah, yeah, out of ten. ten. Out of ten. For? Out of ten trips to the airport. How often do you get pulled over to the side and six to seven? Really? Yeah. Coming home. Coming home from Brazil, I got taken off the plane. But randomly selected in Brazil, mind you. And uh, they took me off the plane. They grabbed my bag. They opened it up. They emptied it out on the, you know, that jetway thing. And they went every which way. So this is the world we're living in. And I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of it. You think it's because you're dark skinned and you have a beard and long hair? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think they're, maybe they're just a little, uh, offended by how good looking I am. Maybe they're like, <laughs> we can't trust this guy. That's the only thing I can think of. I'm, I'm, not, I'm asking a serious question because I find this very interesting. A serious question from PK at 9 a.m. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You, you have to, you have to forgive me. My heart skipped a beat. Because I don't do that. Um, I mean, I don't walk in that world. No, you don't. Um... I mean, I think I can't help but think maybe. I mean, the, the, the ironic times are my wife is a five foot tall redhead, and there are times when when I don't get stopped, but we're walking together. She's the one who gets pulled aside. So it's kind of like, mm, I don't know. 
is there a correlation? Is this all a trick? Am I living in a state of reverie? I have no idea. Either way, a serious question from PK at 9 a.m. has been given an answer. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting deal. I mean, I'm, I just have no comprehension of what you must go through because I don't have to do that. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a byproduct of being a mixed race person yeah. in this day and age. And like I said, I'm not, I don't really take offense to it. The, the beauty of, of the pre-check is that you can still get pulled off to the side, but as long as they don't make me take my shoes off, I'm fine. But don't make me, don't make me take my shoes off at 8 a.m. I'm not into that. So have you thought about other stuff, cutting the hair, shortening the hair up? <laughs> Oh, don't do no, that. No, That's no. your calling card. No, no, no. no well, he's yeah, done it. Card. He's done it before, and he just he grew it right back out again. <laughs> what is a hairy dude? He grows it like in a half a week. I know exactly. Yeah, the yeah the uh, the wife tells me that when I shave with long hair, I, I look a little too much like an attractive woman. <laughs> so I, I kind of take that with a grain of salt. But you know, I'm like, all right, I'll take it. You know, she still she still finds me attractive in a certain light. So I'm not going to complain necessarily, but. To your point, I shaved on Sunday, and it's already nearing its return, so don't yeah. worry. Okay. I'm, you guys will not be alarmed much longer. Okay. All right, Chris, well, we'll, we'll like a full report, you know, kind of before and after your own kind of case study here. So uh, Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm happy, to, I'm happy to do it, and I'm here for all the serious questions from PK, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. All right. So whenever you guys need me. Chris Kimrani, he writes for The Athletic, covers the Utah football team. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. Getting pulled over six or seven times out of ten. That would be a lot. Yes. I've been pulled over occasionally. Once because I did something stupid. Packed a bottle of water. That'll get you pulled out of line every time. Idiot. Oh, you put it in there and I had it. I just picked it up at a game and I forgot. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was... If I just right. drank it. Well, for me, that's <laughs> why I don't wear a muscle shirt. Oh, yeah? Because they don't allow guns. But I mean, <laughs> Yak, I waited to beat there. I thought you'd have the, thought you'd have it, but I'll, I'll take care of it. <laughs> so, you know, what happens. It's, just, it's why I cover up, you know? That's what I mean? more what Chris expects in the 9 o'clock hour. <laughs> He listens. He knows. All right, DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up, we got an open segment. We can talk about everything we've discussed in this show. We had Riley Jensen on back in the 8 o'clock hour to discuss uh, college football, and Darnell Dixon was talking Cougars, too. So I can get you up to date on what uh, they thought going ahead. And we've got uh, a guest in studio this morning. He's really enjoying our balmy weather in here. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Andrew Reinhardt. It's 68. That's nothing. That's You've been perfect. here when it's been 61, yeah, 62. Yeah. So now it's warming up here. Uh, Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic joins us to talk about uh, a needle-free treatment for ED. Needle-free. Yep. Keywords there. Uh, FDA cleared technology. Yeah, a lot of guys have been injecting uh, more than I thought, actually. Uh, They're really the only solutions till now have been medication. Everything since the early 90s. If you have ED, uh, some guys are ordering stuff from other countries online or they're getting the pills. Um, 
and nothing has changed in 20 years, maybe 30. Finally, there's a new treatment called acoustic wave therapy. Uh, and by the way, across the board with thousands of men now and multiple clinics, we can say we've got about an 85% success rate. Young, old, unhealthy, everything in between. Uh, most guys can restore normal function in the bedroom um, with just a few treatments over a two to three week period. So that's, uh, I got to do my math, that's five out of six or six out of seven. Yeah. Success rate is Yeah, and we've there. gotten really good at knowing who will succeed and who won't. Um, oh, really? What's that based on? The doctor will look at your medical history, the medications you're taking, how severe your ED is. All of that will play a role in his analysis. Mm. Any of the, because you've talked about there's other medical issues that'll trigger this, that'll bring people in. Yeah. Um, diabetes is the thing we see the most. Uh, that's maybe 60% of our patients. We work really well with diabetics, though. So even if you have it, we can work with it. If you've had your prostate removed, that's another one we see a lot, too. All right, 801-901-8000 is the number. 801-901-8000. you got an offer for people to pick up the phone right now. We do. Call us right now. Um, there's only about uh, maybe a few more minutes left in this today. Um, we will do an initial analysis exam, blood flow ultrasound with our medical doctor, uh, totally free. If you're curious, if you don't know what the issue is, come on in. There's no obligation to buy and no strings attached. 801-901-8000, the Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Monday Night Football, Washington turns it over five times. The Chicago Bears build a 28-0 lead and win the game 31-15. Giants running back Saquon Barkley underwent an MRI that revealed he has a high ankle sprain. He's out four to eight weeks. NCAA's enforcement staff has charged the University of Kansas with lack of institutional control and Jayhawks basketball coach Bill Self with head coach responsibility violations. Utah and BYU announced they've altered their current rivalry series to play the next couple years, then take two years off in 2022 and 2023, and then play five additional games from 2024 till 2028. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Syringa Networks. Verizon customers, if you were recently notified that some of your telecommunication services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks. Syringa is Utah's fastest-growing premier telecommunications provider. They have a full range of services. Call them today at 385-420-7881. That number again, 385-420-7881. That's Syringa Networks. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? I've certainly seen coaches get on referees a lot more severely than it appeared that Kyle Whittingham did. He got an unsportsmanlike conduct. How often do you see a head coach get a 15-yard ball? I don't know, but usually there's a reason for it. Not with Pac-12 refs, man. Those guys are on peyote. <laughs> then certainly the call that he was complaining about. They invented that in their mind. <laughs> they see stuff that doesn't even exist. Holding <laughs> on the purple dragon. <laughs> 10-yard penalty. To be fair, the pink elephant was ineligible down the field. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, he always is. <laughs> Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Coach, I know you, know, you were joking around uh, Saturday night. I was there about what you think of social media. But was there any 
truth to those reports that uh, Boone Pickens kind of was joking around and left you a gift card for a haircut? Joking with you, that's all. Don't hurt the real journalism world. It's jackasses like you that cause problems, okay? They shouldn't even let you call in. Do you want to talk football? We'll talk football. If you want to be um, out there and talk idiotic social media, then you need to go do something with a college kid. Okay, thank you. You bet. <laughs> The you bet just cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State football coach. T. Boone Pickens, the late T. Boone Pickens, passed away at the age of 91. Massive Oklahoma State booster. Poured a lot of money into the facilities, the program there. Mike, so he was joking around there? Was that the whole point? But Gundy didn't want to joke? Yeah, Gundy was, was not playing well. Lighthearted line of questioning. Did he really? Because he has a mullet. He's got long hair. Did T. Boone Pickens leave him a gift card? It would just kind of illustrate their relationship, which I guess, reading about it, had been up and down, and Gundy wanted none of it. It's not, I'm a man, I'm 40. It's jackasses like you. (laughs) But it's it's not bad. Well, I think you have to know the situation. Did they lose last week? The relationship, long-term relationship between a beat writer. Yeah, what relationship do you have? I mean, so Friday night, I shuck and jive sometimes with Kyle. Probably not, not Friday, Friday night. night. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. And They've seen it all. They've seen every imaginable way to try to defend him. What it boils down to is uh, frickin' Kinningham. <laughs> Kinningham. Who is it? Who is it? Okay. All right. So uh, where was I? Hey, you know what happened there? I went over and parked my car on the street there. This is from yesterday. Yes. And I took a nap. In the car, mm-hmm. and I set the alarm for ten fifty three, so that would allow me seven, seven minutes, minutes to, to get over there. Right, but I have a ten minute uh, snooze thing, and so at eleven oh three, it went off. It kicks, and so he starts his press conference yeah. at eleven, except for when he starts it at ten fifty eight or ten fifty nine. Right, <laughs> so that's yeah, and and I didn't I didn't know to turn it off or I would have. Yeah, but yeah, but when it. Uh, that when was, it beeped, he heard but it. But I was literally sound asleep when that thing went off. No, really? 10.53, yeah. Yeah, because I went on Guardsman's Way, just reclined the car seat, and slept. Grab a little sleep. I don't sleep the best at night, so i got to grab some sleep where I can. So that went off. But yeah, you got to know when it's appropriate. Like spring ball. I mean, you can shut and jive all you want. See, it's Unless a long, a it's a long out there. It's a long time since the last loss, and it's a long time until the next one. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what that situation was. Friday night at the Coliseum, less than ideal. Oh, absolutely not. No, I wouldn't. I would never do that in those situations because this is really serious. It's not serious to me. I've long since gotten over the winning and losing, right? Because of my business, but it's serious to them, and I respect that. Yeah. I mean, there's a, the, the players come in, and there's a bunch of seniors. This is their shot. Unless they're like the seniors at Houston who, one and three, four games in, are going to redshirt and try again next year. Unforeseen. A uh, little, uh, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? A fallout. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily know that that's a bad thing, though. It just seems odd. Sure. But, but maybe it, I'll get the, used to it. It's just new. The whole thing was the grad transfer to pursue some academic subject that they didn't have at your school. Well, that's not what it's used for. No. It's used to go get playing time or to yeah. win on a bigger stage and up your, you know, if you're at a smaller school, go to a high-profile school. It's for free agency. Yeah. And I'm all for it. 
It's encouraging kids. Uh, they all realize right away that, uh, hey, uh, not only do I need to graduate, I need to graduate as soon as possible. This is an opportunity. It seems like we're seeing more kids not only do the graduate transfer, but we're starting to see more kids with uh, two years to play. Even better. Yeah. And it's, hey, you can take online classes. You can go to summer school. A lot of them are getting a head start by their, their leaving high school uh, a semester early. I think that's that a little silly. Ball. I know. But if you've done it, you're that much closer to graduating. So... Hit those online classes. Yeah, and in the how many of those kids stuff. did that? I mean, Brandon Cox and who was the other Manning kid? Well, they Tuttle, were here. Tuttle did it, and then gone. Kendall Thompson had two years Kendall here at Thompson the U. From Oklahoma, what yeah. did it matter? Yeah, didn't. They didn't. Normally, they're chasing something because they're not good enough. That is how it tends to work. Not necessarily always. No, no. I mean, well, so got was lighting it up at yeah. uh, Utah State. He's getting the ball. Tyson Williams looked like he was going to have a really good year at BYU, and he got hurt, but he was well on his way. Uh, yeah, but he wasn't good enough at the other places. Right. But you can go somewhere and be good enough as opposed to transferring Maybe. and still being a backup. Maybe so, yeah. I don't have any problem with it. It's your life, your dream. Chase it. All right, time to get you caught up on all the stuff we've been talking about here today. And uh, the Utes and the Cougars are going to play seven of the next nine years, but not in 2022 and 2023. The Utes are playing the Gators, an SEC team leaving the South. So we have 2021. So we have two games. Two games left. Two games that will be played. Then two years they'll skip. And then five more years where games are scheduled. Although, Tom Homo in his uh, the statement they issued, Tom was quoted as saying, you know, some of the effect of working with Utah, they need this, and at some point they may need to work with us because we might need something. And I think everyone just kind of thought, hmm, going to squeeze in that Notre Dame home game somewhere? And you've been on this for a while, I suppose, because somebody probably told you. But it makes total sense that the home game might not be a home game. It might be more lucrative than an NFL stadium down in Las Vegas. They're setting up a whole deal to promote Vegas and use the stadium and put events in there. It's already been done in Dallas and Atlanta. And so they might get paid a lot of money to move that game from Provo to Vegas. Yes, if it's going to happen, that's where it probably is going to happen. And it should happen. That's just awesome. That would be great for BYU. Rather than going to RFK or Arrowhead or some of these other places where they've gone, go to Vegas, which is home away from home. And they're going to need as many games as possible in there. The folks who uh, run that thing, for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you got Notre Dame, that would just be gigantic. That'll be a hot ticket. And if I'm the Cougars, I'd give my you-know-what one to play Notre Dame in Vegas in that stadium, especially when the stadium is – it won't be brand new. It'll be relatively new, yeah. though. But it's no, anytime Notre Dame does something for the first time, it – it's just the biggest thing that there is. The right. first time they play in Vegas would be huge. Yeah, yeah. Notre Dame. I wonder if Tom could leverage a second one. Hey, let's do it again five yeah, years I later. I would do uh, as many as Notre Dame wanted play, to do. I'd play Notre Dame wherever they wanted, when they wanted, yeah. no problem. And if it's in Vegas, that's, just, that's incredible. I think, in a sense, that's bigger than playing at the Ed. Because it would be so different. 
and in Vegas, which for years and years has been a taboo location, which never made any sense to me. Well, it's the one place where they regulate everything. Now it's caught up to you. Yeah, yeah. It's not taboo anymore. <laughs> it, it, I never thought the it NHL should be. came in there. The league hasn't folded. Right. right. <laughs> seems okay. The NFL's going there. The league's not going to fold. And and they'll be and Pac-12 played in a casino. Yep. Pac-12 played in a casino. The MGM. It's under the same roof. Essentially, you do not have to go outside. Once you walk through the casino and then that food court, shopping mall, indoor mall area, and then you get there, and nothing really happened that was so horrendous. And I always thought that made no sense that you can't play stuff in Vegas, and they had to play the WAC slash Mountain West over at the Thomas and Mac rather than over at, uh, now the, the Orleans plays and, and, and MGM plays and so forth and so on. It, it, Vegas is the one place where you want to play if you're worried about gambling. <laughs> it's, the, it's the one place where everything they is monitor, regulated yeah. a thousand times over. And anything that shows up that's abnormal, they're on it in an instant. Didn't you see Oceans 11, 12, and 13? They're tracking everything all the time. They're not, they're not going to get cheated out of their money. And so much is at stake that they can't afford to have college basketball be corrupt from the gambling perspective or the NFL. They they don't want it to have happen. It would wreck them. Right. Theoretically, it could. Because there's billions at stake. So follow the money trail and you'll figure out it's not because they're noble. It's because they make massive amounts of money. So if I'm Tom Homo or anybody associated with BYU, you pick the time, you pick to have as many games as you want, and we will do it automatically. If I'm Utah, I do it. I don't care who you are, I would do that. And if they don't want to play two years, I don't think it's a big deal anymore. It was like a little bit of a shock to the system early on. But we're over it. Yeah. Because it went back to normal and it was fine. They're still going to play. And if they can figure out a way to do a bowl game like they did last time, do it. Who knows? I'm totally up for a Utah-BYU bowl game, a Utah in those two years, a Utah-Utah State bowl game in any year. They're not playing. Oh, Let's for sure, it. yeah. Let's it's way go. better than Indiana and Utah. Indiana was in uh, the 49ers stadium. What, like 20,000 people they there? Were, they think they listed about 25. Okay. Beautiful stadium. And it was a fun game. Uh, Phillips kicked a field goal at the end. The Utes won. And that wasn't the worst bowl environment that Utah's played in. No, the the Dallas thing was just her- horrific. <laughs> Such a Teams waste of time. from Utah and West Virginia meeting in Texas. <laughs> the day after Christmas and it was raining. Oh, Sign great. me up. <laughs> Why they should have just said no thanks. <laughs> Next. Do what Boise didn't cancel the yeah, game. They must have taken a financial beating on that one. You would think so. How could they have made money off it? Yeah. I was watching on TV. It didn't look like there was anybody there. It was friends and family. Right. Right. If that. We love you, but we're going to pass, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) We'll watch at home. Yeah. Text you afterwards. Yeah. It's not a glamour location by any stretch. And you get hit and miss on the weather in Dallas at that time of year, and that was a miss. Uh All right, other stuff we've been uh, talking about today, in addition to the uh, the schedules in Utah and BYU adapting, we had Darnell Dixon on uh, talking about BYU, writes for the Daily Herald, and 
he brought up, you know, it's, they they could get to eight and four without winning any of the big games regionally. Utah, uh, Utah yeah, State, and Boise fine, State. But uh, no, SC's a game. It's just somewhat of a regional game. It's not the traditional regional game. It's like Intermountain West, but uh, yeah. But I mean, they're close enough. If you beat, if you get to eight and four this year, I don't care how you did it. You and I don't. I wonder how many Cougar fans do. Might be a show for a different day. I'm, I'm totally with you. If you're eight and four. And you beat USC and Tennessee to get there? All right. But I get your point. And I would throw San Jose State in that category, too. I just wouldn't go Boise and uh, Utah State. I'd, I'd put the Aztecs in there. As, As an important re- game oh, okay, to have to try yeah. to win. Yeah. 2-0 and in Southern California. Don't three in the Intermountain West. All that stuff does not. I'm more interested in the bigger picture. Eight and four. I mean, if they beat Boise State or Utah State, and then they lose to San Diego State, and they're still eight and four, or they lose to South Florida, and they're still eight and four. To me, it's still eight and four. And I viewed eight and four as a pretty good season for these guys. I guess Utah State might stick in my craw a little more than Boise State. Sure, it's the yeah. I mean, Boise State is in your backyard metaphorically. Boise is a couple of houses down. <laughs> Utah State's right there. They are. Yeah. They're in your face. And as a fan base, you're used to beating them. You're not used to beating Boise State. You don't like the fact you keep losing to them, but you're 2-7. and seven. Right. And, and with Boise, you find a way to lose the game at the end. That's what's been so maddening. A missed field goal, a not getting two, a long run, and you get first and goal, and you trip all over yourself, yourselves there. It's like one screw up after another when the game is well. right to be had and you can't do it. It's that, that series has just been maddening. Utah State, you own them for decades, but you don't own them anymore. Three and three in the last six. No. And I don't think you're going to own them going forward. You may beat them. You may beat them this year, but you don't own them. Utah owns you. So you're used to owning somebody. If Utah owns you, well, at least you own Utah State, but you don't. All right, anything else we've talked about this morning? You don't even own UMass. That's got to change. <laughs> it does, actually. It really does. That was horrible. You cannot lose to UMass. This East Coast, West Coast thing, it's real. You got to stop it. UMass. Well, there have been problems with the Mac, too. It was a two-point win over Toledo and a well, one-point Mac, loss I mean, to Northern he, Illinois. Look at, what was Mac's record against BYU? That's not what I'm talking about, and you know it. Mid-American Conference, oh, not Ron McBride. He is the Mac. Stop. <laughs> you have the Rock, the Mac? <laughs> this is more what Chris Camarotti was talking about. He joined us to talk Utes earlier this hour, and then PK asked him a serious question. Well, it was a serious question, man. About shaving his beard and whether he thought he was being profiled when he went through uh, airport security and how much shaving would change that. I mean, outside of a good-looking stud, I've never been profiled. hey You know what I mean? And that has its burden, but not like that. You'll have to tell me about it sometime. And I went through last month when I lost my wallet and I had a temporary ID. Yeah. And I told my wife to bring my passport, and she didn't. And they gave me the runaround. And I was 
furious. I mean, my gosh, they, they the guys just sticking things where hey oh yeah, and he cavity said, search. He said, uh, "Have you ever had this done before?" And I said, "Only for fun." He didn't crack a smile at all. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> he didn't even crack. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Nothing. No. And I had the radio equipment with me because I was doing a good show oh, from Phoenix. Yeah. And he says, you really are putting up a lot of red flags right here. I know. <laughs> yeah. You're he carrying says, a lot of electronics. You he says, is there anything sharp license? in there? I said, yeah, everything. It's radio equipment. And then he was fascinated by the radio. And the funny thing is, there's a guy right over there. So, PK, is this going to be on the news? It's going to be on the show next week. And meanwhile, this guy's over here. <laughs> National security threat. Yeah, yeah. And I heard Salt Lake is a little bit more... Uh, uh, zealous on this stuff. All I know is that when I went through Phoenix, I had my wife take the stuff, mm-hmm. and they just looked at me. We're going to have to check your belongings and go through. Okay. Oh, you don't have any belongings? No. And then I went through, and and it was about a two minute process. You nice. Know, patted me a little bit, and you're good to go. But you know, I'm not a minority, so and I and I take those things real. I wouldn't have any idea of what that's like. Zero idea, none whatsoever. So he was surprised you got a serious question, but that's why he got it. Yeah, I wanted to learn what what another man has to go through. A man that I've known, a man that I like, but not me. I'm not that. I'm as white as can be. 9 a.m. Slacker Radio Headlines are brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. If you didn't hear that interview, check it out uh, online at 1280thezone.com. Anywhere you get podcasts, the whole show is podcast every hour. And he was the top of hour four. And I think it's also out there it's individually individual as well. Interview, yeah. So you can get it uh, anywhere you get podcasts. Stitcher iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere. There it is. And 1280thezone.com. Yes. All right. When we come back, your feedback. Stay with us. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Never-ending story is more compelling than Short Circuit. No, no, stop it. no, stop. Never-ending story would win a poll against Short Circuit. Guarantee you. I can't even believe I'm putting this poll together. How do you spell circuit? <laughs> By the way, I almost hope... Do what you feel is right, I, I almost hope Never-ending story wins, because if Short Circuit wins, we're going to lose you for the rest of the show. <laughs> Show memorandum. Let's just euthanize Short Circuit. My guy is as upset as any time I've ever seen him in the history of this show. Why? Because we speak truth? No more Short Circuit. Take Johnny Five and put a crowbar to his head. He's done. Disassemble. Johnny Five. No disassemble! Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Feedback of the day is brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $3.59 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. All right, what have you wanted to say about today's show? You always tweet at us. I'm David DJ James. There is a lot of debate here, PK. Perhaps we should spend a little more time on this tomorrow about how BYU is going to finish the season, what these four games told us. They're 2-2. Two and two. two of the wins were in overtime. Does that set them up for some more losses here? Uh, 
One True Aggie tweeting out they will get neither of those games. Boise State and Utah State football are both better than BYU, and it's not even close. Based on what? Uh, Based on what they've seen in the first month. He doesn't spell it out beyond that. But... uh, And that's a Ute? No, it's One True Aggie. Oh, One True Aggie? Yeah, One True Aggie. What have we seen from Utah State that would just make you believe that? Uh, beating San Diego State? Losing to Wake Forest? Don't say Stony Brook. I mean, I'm not saying they're not good, but I'm saying what evidence is there that it's overwhelming? It's not Denton. even close. Denton, you are hilarious! Two exclamation points. What have the Aggies shown? Two more exclamation points. Weber held San Diego State to six points. Yeah. So how good are the Aztecs? And how good a win is that? I mean, it might be when we get there, or it might be in a few weeks, but I don't think you can safely say that right now, where it's not even close. I would back that up, and maybe you blow them out, but I can't necessarily say that right now. You got a guy here, Piranhas, at Piranhas. Yeah, let's make sure we give YBU Provo the national champion talk that they deserve for their massive double OT win against a horrible Tennessee team and an OT win over USC on their second-string quarterback on a lucky interception. Ignore the spanking they received last week versus Washington. Now Washington is good. I I think I said on television, you know, when we're down in – Hollywood, uh, somebody told me, talking about Washington, it's like, okay, they have a lot of talent. It's very young and undeveloped. But week one will be different than week four, which is different than week seven, which is different than week ten. It could be. Yeah, so right now, I think, and and it's changed from week to week, and we're only barely starting here, but right now, Washington is my pick to win the conference. So... What happened last weekend, particularly when Williams goes down and then they, and they have some turnovers, didn't really surprise me. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Yeah. UMass is the only conference game they have left. It'll be a battle <laughs> for the division title. Uh, that's fairly funny. Not bad. Uh, Luke says, after the wins over USC and Tennessee, 9-3 and three is the low bar now. Luke will Luke whoa, will whoa, allow whoa. one more loss. Really? They get five road games. And Expecting Boise them State to go at nine home. and three? Five road games. There's a there's a road loss out there. If there isn't, that is a tremendous season. That's the high bar, not the low bar. You'll have to take this up with Luke. I agree with you, but Well Luke, give me a call. <laughs> Let me give you DJ's number and you can discuss it and then you get back to me. 801. 901-8000. That's the number for Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew joins us now. Andrew, you will talk football with people, and there are other topics as right. well. We will. We've been talking football. Yeah, erectile dysfunction. Um, Wasatch Medical has a breakthrough treatment for ED. I say breakthrough. That's a bold word. But this is breakthrough because of what it is not. It's not a pill. It's not injections. We have seen incredible success seriously with hundreds maybe thousands of men at this point some guys that have been struggling with ed for 10 or 15 years the medication doesn't work they come into us um they'll go through a few treatments call it over two to three weeks and they get back to normal function in the bedroom 801 901 8000 how come the medication isn't working for some people 
Well, um, they say that it doesn't work for like 40-50% of men, but 80% of men that take it get side effects. So guys are so sick of the side effects, they're so sick of the headaches and the hangover type feelings, uh, they have to take more of it as time goes on. So, um, you know, they, they're looking for another solution. There hasn't existed anything until now, this acoustic wave therapy. All right, you got a special offer for our listeners right now if they call 801-901-8000. We do, and this is the last one of the day. So if you're struggling with ED, if you're sick of the medication, pick up the phone, call us right now. Uh, we're doing a lot for nothing. Um, an analysis with our medical doctor, an exam. We're going to do a blood flow ultrasound. Basically, that whole initial consultation, which is normally 300 bucks, last chance to call in right now. Uh, no charge, absolutely free, and there's no obligation to buy. We had a guy in the other day who was taking a medication that was causing his ED. The doctor pointed it out in like five minutes, and that was it. That's what he took away from it, and um, there's no charge, of course. 801-901-8000. Andrew Reinhardt from the Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, thanks. Thank you.